All right, welcome in. This is the Saturday edition of Corbett's. I'm jacked up. We got my guy, Drew Ellis, the new guest batter. Drew, it's your birthday, right? Saturday? My God. It so is. You're it feeling is. pretty good. A little bit about uh, your birthday, the festivities, what are you going to do, and who are you going to pick eventually? Well, it's the weekend. It's my birthday, so that only calls for this. For the listening audience, this beer is being shotgunned. It's a Budweiser Select. Drew Ellis with sunglasses on has just downed this in three and a half seconds. Hopefully, two turn Tony sees that. <laughs> I would love that two turn. <laughs> um, but yeah, golfing tomorrow early nine a.m. Hopefully, the rain stays away. Yep. Um, also, that beer went all over my computer screen. I got one. But um, too. it's Friday. We're yep. recording this on a Friday. Correct. Um, so yeah, golfing tomorrow. Um, we'll see how it goes. Good stuff. So happy birthday to you. You are keying in on a game. First of all, how much, you know, I'm always with you and you're always telling me you're you're throwing $250 on somebody. (laughs) That's your go-to bet, even though you're not betting. Uh, how much do you know about college football? I know, you know, your team, which is the Notre Dame fighting Irish, but how much do you know about college football in general? Um, so I used to follow it a lot in college, but not so much anymore. I'm more about my, uh, NFL team, Chicago bears. Um, but I mean, I'll watch a game here and there, but I'm usually golfing on Saturdays. So, but with that being said, I think I do have just an absolute lock for you. Wow. What is it? (laughs) It's the Notre Dame fighting Irish points, baby. Get the hell. (laughs) Come on. Did you, so what'd you grab it at? So you've got. Um, let's see. And here. A, 13 and a half, I believe. 13 and a half. Um, there was some sharp action here, so I might get you an even better line because little fact, the sharps like BC, the sharps like BC, <laughs> um, which kind of scares me. So we'll take a look. You've got Notre Dame minus 11 and a half, the official line here on a Friday. You know, and this awesome shirt right here for Love that shirt. people watching. Uh, tell yeah. me a little bit about Ian Book. You know, you've been a fan of Notre Dame for a while. What's your What's your feeling with Ian Book? Um, probably, to be honest with you, I don't, <laughs> I don't no. really follow him that much. But you know, he's probably a top three quarterback. So yes, and a okay. great name with an Ian Book. I mean, come on, Can't Ian Book. That's that. solid. Uh, Notre Dame fan laying the minus eleven and a half. Watch out, you're going to Chestnut Hill. But just how you demolish that Budweiser select, I'm a bit worried that the Irish might demolish my Boston College Eagles that way. Hey, we'll see. We'll have a little rivalry going on here. Oh, we'll be texting. Drew Ellis, oh, yeah. our guest better, $6 into the jackpot. Again, I'm putting $2 in every single day. This is dropping on Saturday. Drew starting you off on a Saturday with just one play. He's on the Fighting Irish minus 11 and a half. Drew, happy birthday, and thanks for joining us. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, you guys just saw Drew Ellis um, absolutely jacked up for his birthday and his fighting Irish, who he inexplicably did not really know much about the quarterback, Ian Book, um, but he is an Irish fan, <laughs> and it is his birthday. So uh, you just saw him demolish a Bud Select. He's jacked up. Uh, Matthew Cruz is now with me. I'm Dylan Corbett. Corbett's on a Saturday. Um, rolling subscriber jackpot is at $6. Again, Drew starting us off here, and he is on the Irish at minus 11.5. Matt, uh, pretty weak Saturday, but still an opportunity to make some money in terms of the college football games. How are you seeing this uh, slate? Yes, like you said, pretty weak slate. We will have to uh, we'll have to take a peek at some Masters. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, what's so tough is that they keep having to suspend after uh, for darkness. Oh, 
I didn't realize they did they again. Not, they yeah. didn't finish today either. So, I mean, it's basically we're not going to be able to place any matchup bets unless you're like on top of it until probably yeah. the final day. All right. Live bets it is, but uh, Correct. anyway. Um, college football. We'll just go in order of when they all start here. Kentucky, Vanderbilt under 41 and a half. That I is. you're on the Cats. No, uh, 18. Okay, so Vanderbilt is like one of the worst teams in the country. Yep. That number is astronomically low, but Kentucky's offense is horrendous, and Vanderbilt's just all around horrendous. Um, look to go low scoring there. Second one, also 11 a.m., Virginia Tech minus two. Now, this one is an eye catcher because Miami is ranked, or at least they just were ranked, and they're on the road, but they're not favorite. This has happened – I don't have the specific stat off the top of my head, but several times – do you have it? It, it, it was from the times. Bear, right? Um, yeah. Because I tailed you on this where it's like Miami has not been covering against uh, ranked teams or specifically they haven't done well against Virginia Tech. However, this is one of the exclusive times where Virginia Tech is, as you said, a favorite against a ranked Miami. It is in Blacksburg. Yeah. Yes. So uh, playing it from that angle, it uh, it would be a trap on the other side. So uh, rolling with Virginia Tech minus two right there. Uh, two thirty game. Georgia Southern minus ten and a half against Texas State. Texas on State, that as well. Great minds good. think alike. Yeah, I like the home team there. Uh, sticking with the home team theme and i actually got this from you so i won't go into any analysis but i'm telling you on purdue plus three love uh, that spot that love that spot uh smu plus one against tulsa i just think smu is a better team here uh i know that's a real basic level of analysis but uh it is what it is i remember tulsa with- almost took down oklahoma state back early on in the season you know yeah, true. um last play i can't believe i'm doing this but i am Michigan plus four and a half against Wisconsin. Everyone and their mother is on Wisconsin in this game because Wisconsin looked good in week one against Illinois and Michigan has looked horrible after their win in week one against Minnesota. They have not not won since. Um, I took this from someone else though. There's a system to it. It's a team that loses on the road as a favorite coming back as a home dog. They lost a game that they were expected to win, at least by the line. Uh, last week, they lost to Indiana. Yep. They're getting four and a half. And also, we don't know what the hell is going on with us, Wisconsin, no matter what you say. We don't know who's practiced the last 21 days. We don't know how many healthy guys they have, how often they've practiced. <clears throat> it appears they're getting Graham Mertz back, but he hasn't practiced in the last two, three weeks. Give me four and a half at home in a, like, if Michigan loses badly, Jim Harbaugh gets – or John, I don't know which one it is. He gets fired Monday if they get blown out. If they lose a close one, he's all right. If they win, he needs to. Yes, Jimbo. I uh, looked super hard at this one, wanted to take it. Everything you were saying, COVID, fade Wisconsin, everything just screams everyone, their mother um, on Wisconsin. Everything screams Jim Harbaugh showing up. His record against AP top 25 is what scares me. And as you said, this is either going to be a Michigan win or at least a cover, or it's just going to be a Wisconsin blowout. But I think there are a lot of factors to take Michigan. The only reason I'm not is because I will not forgive them for burning me against Michigan State. I thought that was a lock, and they couldn't even – you're laying 24, and you lost that game. So, And then I actually was on Indiana against them. So I stayed away, but I liked the play. I think everything points to Michigan as a contrarian angle. 
Okay, as you said, my card, I'm on Virginia Tech. I don't love this because I've been kind of fading Miami every single uh, on and off every week. I just hit NC State. Miami ended up winning that game, but, of course, NC State covered. As a favorite, Virginia Tech scares me a little bit. They just came off, uh, obviously, their most embarrassing loss to Liberty, but I love that spot, right? They're coming home, and I think that's why Vegas set them as a favorite. So I'll hold on for dear life and hope they win by at least three there. I'm with you. Virginia Tech minus two. Obligatory BC plus 13. I took that before Sharps and the public. I believe it is Sharps, actually, because it is split down the middle, 50-50 tickets, and that number is going towards BC, the red bandana game, baby. Uh, Plus 13. I'm with you, Georgia Southern minus 10, just a home team, and plus a fade against Texas State. One of uh, You mentioned one of the worst teams, Vanderbilt, Texas State, a run for their money as well. Uh, I am playing Stanford. I faded them, but they faced the best team in the Pac-12, Oregon. So I've got them coming home against Colorado, breaking in a new coach. They are minus seven. Uh, I trust their coach, whose name is slipping my mind. That doesn't make sense to me. Right. Is UCLA, is UCLA that bad? That line doesn't make sense to me. They are that bad. Chip Kelly will never fail to. Okay. Because I don't think Stanford's very good either. I know they did lose to Oregon, who's good. Right. But that line um, didn't make sense to me. I originally so, liked Colorado, and I was like, no. Mm, right, right so I'm so, basically playing Colorado as you said win, beating UCLA who I don't rate very highly by six and a half solely because Chip Kelly's a doofus um, so yeah. that's going to be a letdown spot and then Stanford lost at the Autzen Zoo coming home I've got the minus seven that line's actually up to minus nine now uh, Arizona I'm fading USC again Arizona has not played uh, USC fading them again as long as Clay Helton's there, home team as well. Arizona opening up in Tucson, Arizona plus 14. That's gold. I might take them to win. I think I'm except... gonna have to on there. Is that yeah. at night or is that early in the day? It's at 1 30, so it's at uh, it's at 12 30 Pacific. We'll see how 11 a.m. Correct. Yes. We might have some late plays as well. Uh, Some late ads. Texas Tech. I don't love this, but Big 12 has been kind of a crapshoot. I'll take Texas Tech plus one and a half at home. Baylor coming to town. Uh, Did you see what what Texas Tech did last week? Fuck. It's going to. They were down nine or 10, and they kicked a field goal and like second down from like 40 or so yards and they missed like or no they were on like the 19 or something so they were already in the red zone and they kicked the field goal on second down because you have to do one or the other like right. I've seen we've seen it before but they did it missed the field goal and then they ended up not covering like uh three points because they gave up a touchdown <laughs> I was like oh my god yeah Texas Tech has uh <laughs> not been solid so they just got their doors blown off by Oklahoma back on Halloween and as you said they just lost at TCU they were plus nine and a half they lost by 16 um here's the only reason I'm on Texas Tech is because Baylor's coming to town Baylor is one and four Texas Tech is two and five Baylor's not won a game on the road I'll take the home dog there Texas Tech uh plus one and a half I'm going back to the San Diego State well they burned me last week um but Hawaii has not been that solid uh, outside of their opening win over Fresno State San Diego State coming off a really bad loss to San Jose State is a 10 and a half point favorite I'll play the bounce back there San Diego State at home as you said I'm on Purdue I'm just going to fade Northwestern after they beat Nebraska Purdue's a solid team I believe Brom's still the coach there. He's very solid. Uh, Washington State, this is a tale on Chris Felica, the Bears. Uh, he had a great thread of just kind of trends going on for this college football week. This was one of them. I think Washington State had covered like eight of the last ten against Oregon. They're getting ten and a half here at home. So I'll take them off of a um, nice win, uh, Oregon with a big win, right? 
A nice win for Wazoo. They beat Oregon State. Didn't That's the only reason I didn't want to take it was because possible letdown there, but I was playing the Bear there. I mean, 8 out of 10 uh, against uh, Oregon. Uh, coming on with some momentum. Crazy. So, plus 10 and a half. Obligatory Arkansas play. The only team that is – or maybe not the only team, but they have covered every single game. Let's keep going. Shout out to Andy Stoops. He, he, te- uh, snapped me. he snaps me every single Friday. Uh, another day, another Hogs cover. Another week, another Hogs cover. Plus 17 at Florida. I love that. Why not? NC State minus 10 and a half at home. They've been quietly very good. Fade on Florida State. Uh, San Jose State, they are 3-0. and The Spartans, this used to be one of the worst teams in college football. They are having a Cinderella story. UNLV is not good at football. San Jose State minus 16. I think that's the biggest favorite they've ever been in the history of their program at the FBS level. I will take them minus 16. And then lastly, to wrap up, that's my college football. I do love two plays in the UFC. Brendan Allen, he had his game. He had COVID, so he had to have his fight canceled uh, two weeks ago. He is back. He's against Sean Strickland minus 120. I've got Brendan Allen. This is in the uh, preliminary card. It's one of the later. Uh, preliminary card fights though so that is going to be at 530 central I like Brendan Allen there minus 120 um, this is crazy the headlining fight is Rafael Dos Anjos his his opponent had to deal with COVID so he decided he would go down a class to face Paul Felder Dos Anjos is solid for his division but now he's going to have to cut weight which he already has he has to make weight to face Paul Felder Paul Felder is very good fighter. He is a top fighter in one of the more harder classes. Dos Anjos coming down a weight class. Paul Felder is plus 160. I love that. We hit Teixeira plus 190 last Saturday. Let's hit Felder plus 160 this Saturday as well. And that'll wrap up four bets. I got to get in the UFC. Bro, I, I tell you, I, just I love it. I love a few of them. And, like, when we watched it when the boys were here, like, that was a, that was a good Saturday. So. And uh, even yeah. during the pandemic, geez, like, me, you, and Eddie, like, yeah. we would just FaceTime and yeah, watch. Yeah, we did uh, watch. That was nuts. It's uh, slowly becoming right. one of my favorite sports. Masters all weekend, uh, UFC on Saturday, no soccer, international duty. Um, so, UFC and college football tomorrow, shitty slate. We're still going to make some money off of it. You betcha. Uh, Drew Ellis is our guest better. We'll see if he makes it to Sunday. Happy birthday to him. Hit subscribe, rate, and review.